Hello, and welcome back to the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your dungeon master for this D&D adventure. Joining me today, we have... Daniel playing Chetfleet. K.L. playing Desmond. Zach and I play Fall Rock. Man, I play Leland. Waffle and I play Tardex. We've done that like three times before, guys. I know, we have. Have we? I wasn't, even, I wasn't even trying to start anything. I was just... I don't know. I don't, know. I don't think it gets old. I still enjoy it. I like it. Uh, who wants to give us a recap of last? Well, because my original... We finally be... learned things. Yeah. Yeah. We learned a thing. We had to pay a lot of money for it. We had well, to no, pay that's a lot to get of, out of town. money. Oh, okay. That was just safe yeah. passage? That's all that yeah. was for? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. That's why I was like, guys, do we need to pay for safe passage? We yes. can leave a city. Yeah, Did, we are we forgetting the time Leyland yes. turned us? Into I would. I, I'm. I'm. I'm more so. Would rather leave the city as best without anyone knowing, considering we were being tracked by someone. So yeah, that's fair. Joe's never gonna let me have enough money for a portable hole anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> you assume that portable holes exist in this world. I do. Yes. The arrogance of man. <laughs> well, there's lots of. We've seen lots of examples of dimensional magic so yeah but not yeah, necessarily remember portables. everybody but us can teleport and how many will. of those examples of dimensional magic were portable uh saskia's thing you're gonna have to be her, more specific her than that. carved bone all her of her bone. everything yeah. she's done where she can teleport has been portable teleportation isn't the same as dimensional distortion Okay, that's fine. We don't need a portable hole. We need, like, a magic piggy bank that we can teleport things into and out of. <laughs> a portable hole. Yeah. We get a, um, we get a no, bank ball. No. a piggy bank-sized device that so. we can put our items into and retrieve remotely. Yeah. Anyway. So a piggy bank of holding. Um, <laughs> anyways. Uh, we met the Prince of Coin. Finally. Yeah. Tied up that loose end from, oh, uh, I'm not yeah. gonna say how long ago. Um, hey, you guys yeah. remember the Prince of Coin? Oh, I remember. I remember. Uh, he told us, "Hey, hey, guys, hey, guess you know, you know that airship? Yeah, no, don't know. I know hey, you know. Hey, that's no, that's the CR15 encounter. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not. You are not leveled enough to enter yeah. this zone." We, we were also mysteriously given a true church adamantium coin that yeah, we have no idea why we were so given it. So confusing to me. Yeah. Except that it was we, most like what? We get rid of it? No. Yeah, should, should we, we get rid of it? I, I like that your immediate response was no. Why would we do that? <laughs> <laughs> probably. Uh, it's pretty unique, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the thing probably. is, like, if they if they found us like that. Do they really need the coin to track us? Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, we've been in Jux for, like, less than a day, so... Yeah, yeah we're, we're not good at the, uh... Ecologist Guild. So... Yeah. 6-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-
Yeah. <laughs> okay, other thing, like, here's, it's a shame that we don't have uh, Lady Blossom Blossom, because we could call a meeting with her and just throw it into her garden. <laughs> <laughs> or a gift freely given. And now it's her problem. Uh, a gift would imply that we had ownership of said Yeah, object. it was given to us. I don't know. I think we should probably ditch it. That's a yeah. good point. It is a like a scrying object, but if all of you hadn't we, wimped we out... We do have anti-scrying on the ship. Wimped out. Yeah, true. If you guys hadn't wimped out and we had anti-scrying crystals and you weren't like, oh, but what if they make me sick? What if they then, give us cancer? Then we would be fine right now because we'd all we'd just cram it down know. in a bag of those quills and we'd be set. I think we should... I think we should keep it for now just to see if we can find out anything about it, but All right, if the rest I'm of the group wants to, to get rid of it. And cram it down in my I, cancer crystal bag. No, I'm holding on. I'm, hol okay, I'm holding on. Then I'm going to cram cancer crystals into your bag. Huh. Like We need to do something to block scrying attempts on this object because it is a thing that they have held and now it is in our possession and they could be like oh let's check in on our object we we actually do have proof that it is indeed scryable so you know mm -hmm. do we yeah we tried to scry another one and we found our own oh well yeah there's local yeah. object exactly so you know I, I was thinking like actual scrying scrying oh well that too but i mean I think that works on objects same property so anyways right. into the bag of crystals yes bag of crystals is now with leyland Right. That's fine. Boom. Done. We're on the road to the Marble All Mountains. Right, so we're in the farms outside of Jux. Yes? Yes. Yep. Yep. Past the last farm. To the All Marble right. Mountains. Oh. Pass without trace, please. Yep. I am going to be covering our tracks the entire way. Okay. You, uh, you arrive back at the edge of the Marble Mountains. How are you going to get back up? <laughs> So we can hike part of the way, and then from there, I was thinking, like, either Chad or myself can fly up the cliffs and get to the airship proper. Fly, of course! Don't think of a wonderful thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, let's walk as far as we can go, and then once it is sheer cliffs, uh, we can leverage the fact that Chad or myself can fly. Okay, cool. Sounds and good. I can, um... Did this take us... How long did this take us to get back here? Uh, it, it, it was a, about a day and a half. Okay. Two days, three days. I don't remember. It's been, it hasn't been a that day long. And a half but it has after been a we got carted away. Yeah. Yeah, it was a couple right. days. Yeah, because it was a couple days walk and it carts faster. So, so yeah. I mean, I've got, I can burn, I think, like four flies if I, like, render down all my spell slots. So. I can fly for 40 minutes, essentially, at speed 60. So uh, you and Chad go together and the rest of us? I think well, we, we walk as far as we can, then they fly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but... Yeah. I, I think splitting up right now when we know that the true church is extra hot on our scent is a probably a bad idea. But yeah. I'd be very surprised if they tried to pull, like, a scry and fry on Chad, but... I don't think... I don't think... One person should go up. I mean, at the same time, I'd rather two like, people yeah, being yeah. together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay, so we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. I was just, I wanted to use the phrase "scry and fry," and this was. The and you did. You horned okay. it. Congrats. Congra congratulations. <laughs> Got him. Got there. We did it. All right. Uh, we march. We hike. Uh, Leyland leads the way because he's a pathfinder. 
Yep. You managed to make your way back up the mountains, and after reaching the impassable cliffs portion of the mountains, you then activate the Terrajux contingency, wherein everybody is able to fly very briefly. Well, I'm able to fly. You're able to fly very briefly. I can't throw it onto other people yet. No. Um... But yeah, <laughs> through various shenanigans, you return to Teleferis. All right, and um, Cloudtop. And I just assume it's all on fire, like from one end to the other. Nope, stone does oh. not burn very well. Well, yeah, so, uh, everything's normal. Just check in. Um, I go to Basil and Ivy's door and I go, knock, knock. Hey, it's us. We're back. We're alive. Oh, good. I we were, we were concerned. We're yeah, always concerned whenever the, you guys leave. We couldn't raise you on the stone. Must be some sort of range issue. Oh, uh, um, well, we weren't actually in the tree ship very much while you were gone. Oh yeah, I guess it does sort of. Hmm, it is kind of contingent on that. We'll have to figure something out. Maybe we can run a uh, speaker out to your cottage. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's an eggplant on a vine, and it just like <laughs> from the eggplant. vibrates. Yeah. Uh, as you walk in, you notice that you now have a bonsai apple tree growing out of a pot. Oh. And Falrock's not here to uh, yell at me, so I go up to it and I, I just I take a moment and be like, "Oh, aren't you the willis tree?" Yep. It definitely is the Widowless Twee. Hi, Lady Blossom. Hope you're doing well. And then I uh, head inside. Okay. Go inside. Everything is as you left it. Drop into the captain's chair for a moment. It's moist. It's powerful. Ugh. Still? <laughs> We've been gone for like four days. Some of it you just can't get out. It's, it's now. God, it's just, I always forget that it's a mucus, and it's just resistant to evaporation. Yep. Uh, so I gingerly sat down. Um, I mentally, like, go down the row of switches, flicking the ship back on, and down below us, the fusion reactor hums to life. Yep. Is it, uh, is it completely healed? Like, I doubt it. No, but, I mean, there aren't gaping holes in it anymore. Now that I'm sitting in the chair, I say, Ched, go give us a damage report on the upper deck. Okay. I walk up to the upper deck and check it out. say, aye, aye, captain. You're, You're not... not my fucking captain. I'm acting oh, captain. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Wow. I will, not, I will not have this. Wow. My one chance. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, you trying to start a mutiny while the captain's not here? I tried to soar and you tore <laughs> out my wings. <laughs> I, seriously, do we have a is the ship like what's the deck looking like? It's functional. Um most of the the ship's energies have been directed towards sort of patching up the enormous holes on the side. Yeah. And they're not like there aren't any open air compartments that aren't supposed to be anymore. <laughs> Probably good yeah. since we're going to be doing like out of continent traveling. traveling. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, I flick the switches on, I hop out of the captain's chair, and I go over to the nav console, and I settle in, and I say, Skyship Teliferous, take off! And then I 
I take us off because I have to give myself the orders here. Uh huh. <laughs> the ship takes off and you right. fly it back. Yeah. Uh, and this is like, I'm very aware that uh, we are a visual entity and there is an airship that I can only assume can shoot lightning bolts at us. So I am, tr I'm trying to keep it low. I'm trying to keep us down in the canyons. Yep. Uh, and as soon as we touch down and everyone piles aboard, I am zooming us up into the cloud cover and moving us. Uh, Hang on. What? What direction is the this location off the continent? Like, is it? Like, yeah. Like, which direction off of the continent are we even going? Want to guess? Right through Jux. Yup. Of course. It's okay. We can scout around the northern edge. Yeah. I'll even show you guys where I was born. It'll be fun. That's one way of putting it. <laughs> Fun is definitely uh, is that an Fun. adjective you could use. That is one. Uh, so yeah, everyone piles in, and then I take us back over the marbled mountains, back towards Cloud Top, uh -huh. and settle right back in so we can uh, formulate our plan. Another thought I had was, should we check for any more uh, magical objects to load up the reactor anymore? Uh we're so close to Jux, and we won't really be able to get any of no. those. And I feel like we've swept the wild areas pretty thoroughly. So it would be like we would have to declare war on Aldrax, and I'm not sure we're ready for that. Yeah. But that's just me. Okay. Once we get back, maybe. Because surely this trip out to nowhere will only take but a few days. We can't possibly be sidetracked by an entire side arc. <laughs> uh, 15 minute adventure in and out uh-huh <laughs> absolutely all right uh desmond's in his seat uh leyland's on guns falrock's down in the engine for well, something hang on so we all just agree that we're just gonna go out and see what's out there yeah i, mean, I think vote. we should so course wise i'm thinking um what is since i know our flight time i know our how long we can stay in the air time and i know sort of what our you know speed and heading and all that you know drifty stuff what are we looking at as far as um like our safety margin if we get out there and we have to like hunt around for a, a day you'll have plenty of time okay. and yeah, there are true. like there are land masses that you will probably be close enough to land on if you need to make an emergency landing. Oh, so there are like little yeah, islands. Yeah, it's up. not okay. like just dead space. Sure. So it's not super far off of the continent either. It is. It's going to take you probably the better part of a week to get there. It's going to be tight, but we well, got we've... two weeks of fly time now. Yeah, because so. we've got two weeks, so we'll have I'm to land kind of... and refuel on like an archipelago out there. Yeah. We okay. could also land right on the edge of the continent. And that was sort of what I was asking about is like, should we yeah, okay to the that. edge of Jux, land for like a few hours to recharge and then go before anyone notices the giant tree? Yeah. I'm, I'm in agreement with that, actually. I think that's, yep. yeah, that's, yeah, that's top as much off. fuel as possible. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. So if we have time, actually... I would like to get everyone's help finishing development on the cloud screen. Sorry, the what? Um, so I have been sort of working on 
you guys remember uh, Desmond's ex-wife's wind mages? Yeah. They had a spell that could generate basically a standing vortex. Right. I'm thinking we combine that with some Aquila water magics to basically create a standing cloud around Teliferous. And that'll essentially disguise us a little bit so we're not a flying tree, we're just a flying cloud. I think it'll be a little stealthier. Because right are now we... we're really stealthy at like extreme range. We can't be scribed we... teleported, but visually concerned... we're obvious. Are, are we concerned about being attacked while we are out beyond the continent, or are you talking about for when we get back? I'm talking about a little bit of all of that, but mostly like when we're skirting around the edge of Jux to land like on the very northern point. I don't know what the speed or range or detection capabilities are of the Valor of Jux. Yep. And if yep, it's something where they have like telescopes aboard and they're like, oh, look, a flying tree, and then they lance us with a lightning-powered railgun, that would suck. Um, so I'm thinking if they if they have telescopes, they're like, oh, a slightly fast moving cloud. That's funny. They won't immediately open fire. So uh, given that we're not on a like super time sensitive deadline right now, aside from the eternal wailing of the storm elementals trapped in that hellish reactor, <laughs> um, I think it would be worthwhile to spend like another day or two putting the finishing touches on that spell. Might be good for Ched to say goodbye to his family. Yeah, also that, and um, mostly I need some help because there's a real head scratcher here with this algebra. Thalrock coughs uncomfortably at the mention of saying goodbye to family. Um, We're gonna come back. You're Thalrock, it's fine. You're gonna make your wedding. Fifteen minute adventure. <laughs> In and out. <laughs> we're gonna we're going there. They're gonna tell us the secret weakness of the Valor of Jugs. Then we're coming right back. We destroy that. Um, we land, everybody realizes what a terrible thing it was, uh, they overthrow the, like, military, uh, Alabaster Ravenwood is put in jail forever, um, that one lady whose name I forgot, uh, my, like, former comrade, god, why can't I never remember her name? Because you're a she'll... terrible friend. Because I'm bad. <laughs> she'll come up yeah. and she'll be like, oh, Tarjax, I was wrong, you were, yeah, Irene, that's what it is, Irene will be like, ah, oh, Tarjax, wow, you were right all along, and I'm like, yes, yes, I was. And then we'll go to your wedding and you'll skydive in. That's the timeline. I would like to point out that your 15-minute adventure has already taken 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it would it'd only take 15 if people stop questioning my leadership. <laughs> Balrog has been ignoring everything that you've said because he just <laughs> now realized that he has never sent any word back to Agaton since we left. Well, the easy thing is you can can put a sending message out, right? Right, but like including the whole... It's been at least two months since we were declared enemies of the state, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think word might have traveled? Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's easy. Um, (laughs) Hey, babe, not a terrorist, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just now realizing that. All right, well... Oh, it's not the best of communication, apparently. So, well, that's no. <laughs> no. You know, that you're, you're working on yourself before marriage, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, no, becoming an enemy of the state. Becoming a terrorist. <laughs> Lifting some weights, becoming a terrorist. It's all, you Bob know. just now realizing that as an enemy of the state, the wedding could just now be off. And he has no idea. <laughs> 
he sends a sending message and like instead of uh ever picking up it's her husband and he's just like who is this <laughs> never, never contact her again God, that was you broke worst. her heart yeah um anyways yeah. i'm gonna get to work uh doodling magic runes and trying to figure out this cloud spell i would really like help because i'm bad at magic <laughs> I, I I can try, but I don't think I'd be much help either, so. I was hoping for Desmond's help, mostly, because he's going to be the one adding the water vapor. Like, I understand how clouds are made. I just don't know, like, the intricacies of how to make the magic do it. Mm -hmm. And Ched needs to go say goodbye to his family with an awkward and tense dinner. Does he... <laughs> Does he, though? <laughs> I, if you don't want to, if you want to help me on my ritual instead, I'm down for it. So, what are you doing? Ritual. Terajax is working on the ritual. What is everybody else doing? Ritual. <laughs> um, I actually want to see if there's any magical properties in this coin. Okay. Like, is there a way? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, cursory inspection tells you no. Throw it in the reactor anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, in the in the face of nobody else saying anything, uh, Terajux, you labor over your ritual for however long you guys want to stay in Cloud Top. Um, Just like a day at the most. Like two or three days tops. You feel like you could probably put together something temporary at this stage? but you do not yet have the capability of making a permanent toggleable stealth mode. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I was I assumed it was going to be temporary. I just need something that'll last for, like, four or five hours. Yeah. You'll be concentrating, so it will be difficult for you to fly the ship at the same time. Yeah. I will, so it, will it be difficult in the sense of, like, I won't be able to do juxy and hammers and loops, or I won't be able to fly at all? Um, we're not doing. We're not doing any more Jexy and hammers. I know we're not. Everybody, calm down. <laughs> the ship is fine. You will. I figure like, you could point the ship in a direction and be fine. Yeah, you would yeah, be able. You can. You can nice. do basic flight, but anything more complex will be challenging. Okay. But if it works, then we won't need anything more than like yes. simple flight anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, if we get into a point where I need to start pulling loops and evasive maneuvers, the, the smoke screen's not going to help. Uh, so yeah, I will take us up north, sort of like hugging the spine of the marbled mountains. Um, again, I'm going to keep us low, try to keep us out of sight as much as possible. Uh -huh. um, once we get up to the northern edge of the continent, we are going to dip down over the edge a little bit and below. Mm-hmm. And uh, now that we're sort of cruising along the side of the cliffs, um, I will activate our smoke screen so that we are... Wait, we're going to refill too, right? We're refilling at the very edge here. Because okay. it's like, it's off the tip of the continent, I assume. Yes. So we're, we're hanging low. <clears throat> we're hugging the uh, side. Uh, I imagine at some point during this uh, trip, Tarajux just uh, sort of like... One hand on the dash, uh, managing this cloud stuff, just points out the window and goes, Hey, look, it's my hometown. <laughs> and indeed, there is a, a small hamlet. What a, what a precious place. It's very quaint. Do you want to stop and say hi? 
I don't know that we should. I do. I would actually love to stop in because it's been a very long time since my mother has seen me, but I'm not sure we want to spread Come to think of it, based on what the Prince of Coins said, they if they know who you are, they probably have that place watched. Right. I don't like I don't need to cause any trouble for her. I've God knows I've caused enough. Sad music. So, <laughs> yeah, a brief moment of reflection, and it's it's all very dramatic. Um, and then we continue on. Uh, We're really not good at families, are we, guys? I am I currently like trying to find the most efficient way to send a message back to Amber. I'm I'm like narrowing myself down on the twenty five word limit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chad just knows that he's gonna be. Somebody's going to make some kind of plea to get him to stay, and uh, he doesn't want to deal with that. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so you eventually reach sort of the northeasternmost tip of the continent. Mm-hmm. Which is not something that very many people have seen. One of the corners. Yeah, so uh, land, yeah, pass by uh, hometown. Good old coach, uh, we land on the edge here, really close to the edge, settle it down, let the roots uh, do that big suck. Okay. Okay. I've got it. Before we leave the continent, I've got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I, I've got my eye on the fuel gauge, basically, so the second we are full, I'm shooting us out into a void. So, Farrock takes the stone off the Always on intercom. <laughs> <laughs> so that it's not broadcast it. through the ship. Uh-huh. Uh, hi, Amber. Sorry for my absence. Things have gone awry, and I'll still be away for some time. Awry. Don't trust what the Mountain Home says about me. Uh-huh. Awry. That's, that's, tw- that's 25 words, exactly. That's okay. what we got. Uh, Very nice. You send the message, and you receive no response. Oh, yeah. Left on read. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You know what? You, your response is just K. <laughs> you know, it has been three months. Well, two months, two weeks since we left. So, you know. Maybe she's asleep. Sure. <laughs> I'm trying to be helpful. You, you don't know. know that this has happened. I know. Sorry. Wedding's canceled. Sorry, I'll be back for it. <laughs> Everyone like in my hometown canceled. is dead. I'll be back. Have a nice day. Yep. Are we fueled? Are we ready? You are fueled. Engines to full, and I slam the throttle. Okay. Uh, Teliferous has inertial dampeners, so everybody isn't pasted <laughs> against the back wall this time. Good. It, she's learning. uh so yeah i take it up to full speed and then i've got the uh continent map sort of like plastered against the uh console next to me held down with like some rocks Mm -hmm. uh i am using the full force of the wind at our back to usher us forward and for the first time skyship teliferous truly leaves the comforting bosom of the continent and we are flung out over the open sky 
And indeed, the the way is lit by the yellow-green glow of the anchor below as you fly out into the space between continents. And this would be a good place to end an episode if we hadn't only been recording for 30 minutes. So we'll continue. <laughs> Damn it. Um, also, you didn't really do anything yeah. This so far. We'll fix that. I'm going to set this to autopilot and then... I'm not going to go all the way up into the branches because I need to be, like, at the console in case a sky whale attacks us. Mm -hmm. But I will, like, sit on the nearest balcony and, like, dangle my feet out over the infinite void and stare down into it longingly. That seems reasonable, if mildly concerning. <laughs> I'd go out there just just to check. Push. <laughs> I, ha I have a rope. <laughs> just Just in case. You're just going to lasso me? Yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah, I have a ready action to just... <laughs> so no, the... I, I wouldn't throw myself into the void. Not yet. The course that you've plotted doesn't take you near any of the major land masses on the maps. You do pass small islands uh, sort of floating out, uh, tethered to the anchor, as all major land masses are. Right. Um... For the most part, they're sort of barren rocks. You'll occasionally find one or see one that has, uh, like, grass and trees and everything growing on it. Presumably there's some sort of spring somewhere um, that facilitates life, or maybe it gets enough rain. You don't know. Um, you have no way of studying this without actually stopping on them. Oh, no clear indications of, like, anyone living on anything. Uh, you'll occasionally pass a couple that have buildings on them or ruins of buildings but you don't see any signs of higher life you do see animals from time to time birds particularly um but yeah there isn't like an old hermit living out in the woods or on a sky island any uh big sky fish out here none that you see Aww. but then it's the ones that you don't see that mean the most well yeah it'll be the one that has been destined to kill me it'll be great mm -hmm. um, so Roy's older brother <laughs> the whole family if anyone needs uh to stop and pee i can i can pull us over just let me go <laughs> i'm just gonna go off the side <laughs> the telephone Obviously. Yeah, say, you're like out there, like dangling your legs over the void, and it's this serene, beautiful moment for you. And Desmond just comes out, and <laughs> you just hear him unzip, like, guys, Teleferous is a tree, like, yeah, it, it's it, called the secondary metabolite reprocessor. It recycles all, the all these waste from? products, nitrogen is important, right. It's how we make our healing cells. Anyway. <sighs> you'll have to you have to make course adjustments a couple of times to account for land masses that are not where the charts predict that they were. And this is kind sure. of an ongoing thing. Like the charts are mostly like there's a map, but it's also kind of like electron cloud sorts of things. Oh, sure. Because yeah. the tectologists don't leave the continent, obviously, so they're mostly relying on math and yeah. 
the occasional divination spell to sort of so we have the most accurate technology maps in the world now yes yeah okay neat um, um so yeah i'm i'm plotting and i'm adjusting and i'm running numbers because the as we've established the navigation console is an abacus so you can also use it as an abacus it's true when you do this though you do like <laughs> the ship spins wildly yeah it's um it takes some getting used to <laughs> it's also very ill-advised <laughs> after about six days of travel over the void you come across a an island that's uh, probably half a mile across or so. And you can see for the first time that there are humanoid creatures on it. And they appear to be undertaking some sort of construction project. Deploy the stealth generator! Uh, your tree, which has been visible for miles and miles yeah, I, out I in the open sky, <laughs> suddenly grows a cloud. <laughs> but but now some guy will be like, "Look, I saw a tree up there. Like that's a cloud, you old coot." Um, and in fact, what actually happens is you see the figures down on this island, um, sort of scramble for small machines that they hop into, which then take off and begin traveling at speed away from you. Nice. Oh. That's interesting. You gotta get a couple of those. Yeah, no kidding. That sounds awesome. It's it's like a powered glider. Do we follow or do we land? Um, it sounds like they can outpace us. Am yeah, I... a little bit more maneuverable than us. Yeah, much. Short, short distances. <laughs> Considering they're on a sky motorcycle and not a five hundred foot tree. Yep. Choo choo. <laughs> um. I don't think we can catch them, but I think we should probably check out what they were doing, yeah. yeah. So, settle the tree down, let it get its uh, <laughs> delicious nourishment. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Skyship Teliferous, prepare for, uh, <laughs> prepare an away team. <laughs> which is just all of us. <laughs> but, Falrock didn't put the rock back on the console, so I just had to shout it up and down the stairwell. <laughs> oh, no, I put it back. Can we mention Basil and Ivy that, hey, we're, uh, you know. Oh shit! I mean, they could come with us. They're part of the wiki, right? You've you've had this conversation with them before. They are okay. they don't really care where you go as long as they yeah. stick with the tree ship because that's what they're. I here mean, to they study. say that, but it's like they step out their porch. They're like, "Oh, I wonder where on the continent we've traveled today," and they like go over to the edge. To We're not like, on the continent. <laughs> Nothing in every direction. Oh, this is nice. This no, is nice they've actually me. been really excited about this because it gives them a chance to see what the tree ships like off-continent capabilities are yeah so they've been spending a lot of time like down at the reactor taking notes makes sense they've also finally finished like chopping up baking cooking preserving <laughs> the giant produce that you guys made for them oh, man. <laughs> so like your food stocks are pumpkin pie um, incredible there's a lot of jam a lot of peppers a lot of tomato dishes i'm just up there at the pilot's console dipping peppers in jam and eating them <laughs> that's horrible 
Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, have you, oh, you've never, so you don't cream cheese? Yeah, have you ever had jalapeno poppers in like oh, a so raspberry good. jam? No, not Delicious. in a jam, but that sounds yeah. really good. Delicious. Occasionally, really yeah. you'll be, they'll, they'll like cook up a dinner and every dish will have a basil leaf the size of a dinner plate. <laughs> It'll be the dinner plate. Or yeah. just <laughs> <laughs> oh, so great. We need to find another one of those life orbs and do it again. Please don't, says Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I do land us on this uh, spit of land. And uh, we ready our away team, which is just all of us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I strap on my pauldron and I... Uh, get my wand that isn't a wand, and I slick back my hair. Let's do this. <clears throat> All right. All right. You disembark, and you see that the creatures seem to have been assembling some sort of machine on the edge of the island that you landed on. So the one that okay. you were closest to. Yeah, um, that's yeah. I'll need intelligence checks to sort of try and discern a purpose. Okay. Um, 17. Uh, 17 that is as well. B... 16. There's an 18 for me. That's a 14. I would like to leverage the fact that if this is a propulsion system, I have seen plans for one before. Uh, <laughs> but not... You've seen plans for a, a propulsion system generated by elementals. True. Um, that said, none of you can really have really seen anything resembling this before. It looks like a windmill of some sort. A revolving wing. How strange. No, that's definitely a windmill. No, no, no. Look here. See the, the blades. They're shaped a little bit like glider wings almost, but with a strange sweep to them. And there's also a large section that's on the, the island proper that is sort of like a very big loop made of metal. So there's uh, no buildings or anything? No. And did they leave behind any like uh, like workbenches with plans on them or? Of course they uh, didn't. <laughs> I don't know, it's like, oh shit, there's a tree coming at us. Everybody scramble away. I didn't know if like they left behind some of their in-progress work or if they packed everything up. Nope, everything appears to be... Like, the only thing that's still there is the stuff that is too large to move. Okay. And so, there's, like, there's no buttons or switches I can play with. No. Weird. Well? Uh, well, I guess everybody stretch your legs and... Uh... Anybody got flares that say we're, wow. we're friendly? How far are we away from our destination? Uh, about a day. A little less than a day. Probably should keep moving then. Yeah. Yeah. Do we not have a flagpole? You don't no. have a flagpole. We'd also wow. need a huge flag relative to the size of our ship. Yeah. And also, I would fly the Jolly Roger. <laughs> <laughs> or I guess we could fly whatever Desmond's ship flag is. I don't know. It, was that not a Jolly Roger? I, yeah, that's that like that was cool. sort of my implication, but yeah. I didn't want to go outright and say <laughs> like, it. It was like a, a blue skull instead of a the black like a white skull one. and crossbones. Mm, yeah, okay. sucks for any pirates who are colorblind. Right. Well, well, that's how, that's great. that's where his primary source of income. <laughs> they sign on and they're like, "Yeah, I can't wait to be a pirate." He's like, "No, no, no. This is uh, 
This is a water-based merchant craft. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, once we're all settled in and the tree has had a little bit to uh, suck up some nutrients, I will blast off. All right. You take off and you make your way. It's you're going in the same direction as the as the creatures went. And after about another half a day, you something heaves into view that you were you were not expecting. Uh, there are well, it's a me, barracuda. Yeah, no, it's just like a blue whale. Oh, okay. regular norm. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Fall again. Uh, give me a second to see if I can find a good picture. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, Shed, we might want to have you ready to do, like, Animal Messenger and be like, we come in peace, but sent by, like, a little sparrow. Because I well, think that's our best, like, distance communication right now. To unknown people, yeah. Right. Uh, that's what I mean. It's like, we're... We don't have a good way of signaling to these people that we're friendlies. So, uh, if you had a way to, like send them a bird and be like we're we're friendly this is the i mean tree. i have it prepped but i don't have unless there are birds living in our tree which is entirely possible we'll given that a it's bee. a giant tree no we'll send one of our bees okay That's... i have also also have have bears prepped. let Just... me let me let me look at <laughs> let me let me let look me at animal messenger because the... no. i actually have that prepared okay but i don't know if bees are going to cut it yeah, I doubt they will. And also, the bees that we have are uh, explosive defense bees, so they'd show up and be like, we come in peace, and then they would detonate. <laughs> okay. Tiny beasts, such as squirrel, blue jay, or bat. Bees are tiny beasts. You have... You see, you see coming into view, uh, for lack of a better word, a city. Whoa. It is... It's on a whale? No, it's not on a whale. Is it on a turtle? It is not on a turtle. It is, is it on an elephant. Let, just let him say it. Let's just keep naming no, animals. I want to keep guessing. <laughs> it is not suspended by any animal apparatus. Damn it. It is a relatively large city. It's definitely like probably comparable to Jux. Um it is the fuck? there are a lot of domes and towers, and they're not all constructed in a way that really makes sense like there are bits sticking off over the edge things that appear to be supported by really flimsy struts and scaffolds uh there's a lot of steam being ejected from various points and ports around uh around the cityscape it's taller than it is wide as well okay so it's kind of it's like roughly um shaped kind of like a, a d8 um okay. oh okay yeah there are several large propellers on the bottom sort of tucked underneath but there are also mean, like the pipes and with... towers and scaffolds etc also continue below the median middle point hmm. okay um so it almost looks like it's kind of mirrored on the vertical axis Okay. There oh, are also okay. large chains coming off of the edge that are hooked up to several floating islands, both natural and artificial. 
Are these islands above or below the median point? They're at the median point. Oh, okay. Um, many of the natural ones have sort of the anchor bridge that most land masses have supporting them. Mm-hmm. The artificial ones have more of those like large windmills attached to the bottom. Okay. Um, and as you come into view, you also see that there is a large swarm of those small flying machines approaching Teliferas. Alright. Um, well... I am ready on the weapons, but I would prefer yeah, not yeah. to have to use them. Um, if we could have someone, like, standing, like, out on the front lawn, signaling with a flag, or just waving their arms... Sure. Um, I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what I'm signaling, but sure, I'll wave. It's just mostly like, hey, we're people. Chet is going to cast um, Locate Animal and try and locate the nearest bird. There are birds nesting in the tree. Okay. And the nearest one to him. He will beeline for and and then cast Animal Messenger. So, let's compose a message. Okay. We come in peace. Is that clear <laughs> enough? Yeah, I feel like that that is succinct. It gets to the point. Okay. I have to designate a target. Um, Nearest one of those so... flyers. Or like the, the one in, the one that might be in front or like at the head of the formation. Yeah, right? whoever looks saw, fanciest. We saw, we saw one of these beings, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I can give I can give the bird um, a description of that kind of what, what were they again? Were they humanoid? They were humanoid. Okay, but beyond that, uh, beyond that, you couldn't really see. They kind of left before you got close enough to pick out. Your okay, tails. I'll point the bird in the direction of the giant city. Okay. Okay. Say... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't really give it like a very good. Um... Yeah. Description just, of who does who does shout this message to? Like, you can just point it at one of the bikes and be like, "Go deliver the message to okay the, that sure." Go land, go land on that, and I point at one of the riders. Go land on his sky bike, and tell him that we come in peace, and to tell his superiors that as well. Okay, your bird meets up with the ornithopters about halfway to the Teliferous, and they um, seem to all receive a signal, so they stop when the bird reaches them, and then a moment later they continue flying in until they form like a screen in front of Teliferous, and there are lots of them. Think of like um, Guardians of the Galaxy where they do the big interlocking shield. Um, One of them moves forward and... um, sort of touches down on the lawn. And the machine itself, it's it looks like a cross between like a bicycle helicopter, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um and a mm-hmm. jet plane. Oh, it's real small. Weird. Um and the the cockpit pops open and two gnomes hop out. <gasps> we found oh. it! <laughs> We found the gnome city! <laughs> and um, they, one of them or one of them hops out. The other one stays 
at the controls of what looks like somebody strapped a bundle of wands together that's pointing <laughs> out the front of the of the ornithopter. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, yes. I love this. And he says, Who are you and what's your business here? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> We're the crew of the tree ship Teliferous. Uh, we're seeking help, actually, because it turns out that uh, on the continent that we're from, there's a very evil skyship that is about to start terrorizing things by using storm elementals as its primary fuel source. And we're looking for people who might be able to help us figure out how to stop it. Just laying it all out there. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like, why not? How do we know you're telling the truth? And how did you find this place? I cast Zone uh, of Truth. You're not there. <laughs> uh, we we had uh, a favor from the Prince of Coin, and he realized how much this uh, other skyship was upsetting one of our party, and uh, gave us the information of where we could go for at least information, if not help. Uh, he turns back to his compatriot at the weapons of the ornithopter who picks his goggles up and he he looks like he's doing math in his head he's like air elementals that's not very sustainable hmm <laughs> and an airship that could be dangerous we should probably mm -hmm. take this to the mayor and the other one turns around and says fine you can come down to the city but you're going to have to stay on your ship until the mayor let gives you the okay to come in Sure, that's fine. Um, should we land on one of the anchor islands around there? Because we kind of need land to attach to. Yeah, you can use Island 37. Ed, can you just point point that out? Yeah, I he, don't... he points. Actually, okay. there it's All like right. painted onto the side. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Great. they hop back into the ornithopter and they uh, is, fly away. Is his widget Gamble Goose around? <laughs> Not all gnomes know each other, Leyland. So you racist. guys are always harping on me for being racist. But he he's gets a pass. He's the only gnome I know, so that's not true. Oh wait, no, you never did meet Bodynock, did you? Uh, yeah, I, I mourn for you that you did not meet Bodynock, Shepard. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, um, after after they take off, I do the universally recognized um friendly uh ship like i wiggle back and forth a little bit like a plane waggling its wings you realize that like... there are as far as you know only two aircraft in existence <laughs> which is recently universal... just now been disproved no you you'll you also use it on gliders okay if, if there if another glider pulls up alongside you and you want to be like hey what's up you waggle your wings okay and then they waggle back, and you're like, yeah, human connection. But they're not humans. And they're not. <laughs> uh, but I do, I, like, bounce the tree just a little bit to make the foliage shake. Uh -huh. And it's like, hey, fun. Okay. As you are landing <laughs> the ship, you see uh, there's an event that happens. Um, oh. One of the automated islands, you hear an alarm. Or automated, artificial islands. You hear an alarm, and then... There's like a a wave of green 
goo that kind of bursts out one side of the buildings that's on top of it. Hmm. And then there's like a small swarm of gnomes that exit that building at top speed and they kind of just throw themselves off the side before pulling cords that uh, release large balloons that leave them at like air buoyancy. So they're just kind of floating there. (laughs) And one last one runs out and goes and, like, smashes a button on the the anchor holding the chain on the island, and it releases. And the island just kind of starts to sink down as more of this green goose spills out from every conceivable uh, entryway in the buildings. Um, And some of the ornithopters peel off and start collecting the gnomes that are just kind of floating. I love this. That's um, terrifying. And then you land. <laughs> All right. Uh, not another day for him, though. Just yep. yep. Shield. Make sure that the shields and bees are on, and then uh, settle in and disembark. Well, we wait for the mayor. But yeah, that's right. We, oh, we're, not well, allowed, we, we're not allowed we, to leave. We mill yet. about on the ground. <laughs> yeah. We, we mill about specifically on our patch of ground because I imagine yeah. that like the grass we've brought along is a different color than their grass. Yes. Yeah. Which is greener. Of course. <laughs> um, that depends on whether or not you've been using the secondary metabolite reprocessing. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think we've been using it. Anyway. I, we did give Basil and Ivy permission to use it, so maybe they've been, like, pulling bags of fertilizer. Maybe. After a few minutes, um, what looks like... What you could only describe as... Uh, like an official government ornithopter <laughs> flies up out of the city and lands on the island. And there is a gnome that comes out wearing like a nice suit and he's got a bowler hat. Uh, and just really excellent sideburns. Oh, and I he, bow. He uh, kind of tromps up to the party. Again, the ornithopter has that sort of bundle of wands pointed at you. Um, <laughs> And he says, my name is Applejack Crumbledown, mayor of the city. I will need you to agree to submit to a zone of truth in order, so, uh, in order for us to verify your claims of how you found this place. Obviously, it's a closely guarded secret. Of course. Of course. I, only if, as long as we're only asking about the city stuff and not like deep personal secret gotchas. I slapped Terrajux on the arm. <laughs> he that actually leaves head. a bruise because I'm still not used to having ah! both. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> oh, sorry. He turns to the other three members of the party. Do you consent? Yep, I'm fine with that. Yes, yes. It's nice that they ask for consent. <laughs> That's cool of them. Very progressive here. Desmond? I'm okay with that. Okay. Uh, he turns to his aide, who uh, utters an incantation that Christopher you recognize as Zone of Truth. Zone of Truth. Um, all of you feel the it's tingle. Do you all? <laughs> I assume you all choose to fail the saving throw. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The aide considers for a moment, then nods to Applejack, who uh, says, "He asks you basically all the questions that the yeah. ornithopter pilot hmm. asked previously." Yep. Same answers. Yep, yep. 
I, I don't talk very much. I don't want to incriminate myself. <laughs> oh my God. It doesn't compel you okay. to speak. Let's <laughs> say you don't have to just give your deepest. Yeah, but I don't want to accidentally. Oh my gosh. You never know. Just zip it. Just don't yeah. even worry about it. You do that in normal conversation outside of a zone of truth. So. <laughs> no. So imagine how bad it would be if I was in a zone of truth. Uh, right. So after he has verified all of your claims, um, he turns to his aide and says, we're going to have to send the Prince of Coin a letter, I think. Yeah. Um, he, then... he did also send his apologies because he, he knew he was breaking promises when uh, he gave us this information, but he thought it was important enough that it, it could be overlooked or forgiven. Well, as long as you agree not to give away the location of our city. And you don't go around telling people about our tree ship, sure. I don't really think you're in a position to negotiate, but <laughs> there's no reason for us to get off on the wrong foot here. Well, there certainly isn't, Leyland. Uh, I'll remind you that there's still like 50-some ornithopters with these gatling wands pointed yeah. at you. <laughs> yeah. They're about yeah. to hurt us with A-10 <laughs> gauze yeah. cannons. Um, I, I just take a step back and get quiet. The most and, literal uh, interpretation of magic missile. <laughs> uh, and Mr. Crumbledown, if I may, um, we would also, you know, we are adventurers of some small renown if there is perhaps something we could do for you to help smooth things over with the prince of coin and overlook this uh, indiscretion we would of course be happy to assist well i think that you might actually provide a solution to some issues that we've been having but first we'll need to take you into the patent office and have you approved <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds intriguing. Lead on. Sure. Uh, he... Do you want me to move the ship over, or how no, are we doing this No, you'll thing? leave it here. We don't want any interference in the city. Sure. There are a lot of delicate either, magical fields at work here. Sure. He yeah. sort of gestures, and some ornithopters are brought down to convey you. You and don't get I, to fly one. I know. But I do I do hop into the seat with practiced ease. Yes. And I um I'm like making small talk with the pilot like oh, I see you're using a, you know this control scheme. Oh, interesting. These these are unlike anything you've ever seen before. Okay. Damn. But I could fly one. <laughs> Give given a, a few minutes to familiarize myself. Probably. Yep, so you are carried uh, sort of across the gap back to the city. Um, the last few evacuated gnomes are collected as you go by, and they're deposited back on the, the mainland as well. And you are brought to sort of the landing platform on this side of the city, where you are deposited by the ornithopter pilots. Uh, mm -hmm. Applejack Crumbledown and his aide are also there, and they bring you over to the front gate. You're not entirely sure why the city has a gate. <laughs> considering its location. It's ceremonial. It's important. Um, perhaps it was at one point attached to a larger. Perhaps. Perhaps. 
uh, Applejack goes up to the gate and he holds a sheet of paper up to like a rune that's carved on the exterior, which glows briefly and the, the gates swing open. And he says, welcome to Hopstonopolis. <laughs> and that is where we will end our session. Hopstonopolis. I'm so pleased. This is when... Oh, shoot. I need to warn the mayor that um, they can't have any gnomes go, like, snoop around our ship if they're allergic to bees. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is... <laughs> we should do uh, that when we're in the zone of truth, by the way. Uh, Mr. Mayor, uh, it'd be best if you could leave the uh, <laughs> uh, the ship alone. Uh, yeah, give it bring, a... Bring EpiPens. <laughs> That's oh, where we'll... I'm so pleased. We'll end our session. Um... I've been Joe, your dungeon master for this Alchemist Club adventure. Um, if you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. And our Twitter handle is at alchemist underscore club. Our adventurers for this session were... Daniel playing Chad Fleek. Kayhall, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock, whose wedding is definitely canceled. <laughs> I'm Madden, and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle, and I'm going to pilot one of those things, damn it! <laughs> I said I'm going to pilot that thing! It's who the hell do you think I am? Thanks for joining us. <laughs>